If you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with MyBookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus of up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim promo code MADNESS50. But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie? You can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use promo code MADNESS50, that's MADNESS50, to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Broadcasting live from Florida's capital city, this is the Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness on Real Talk 93.3. Now, stop what you're doing and listen closely. It's time for the Jeff Cameron Show in 5, 4, 3, 2, Jeff Cameron Show, Libations, Friday rolling on. Hope you're well. Thanks for tuning to it. Great to be here with you. Thanks for joining us. I'm uh, interested to see how the SEC plays out this weekend. In addition to what we've got going on, obviously trying to take care of business on the road to knock down uh, Pitt and uh, add to their misery and keep the undefeated season uh, alive and well, setting up a, a fun matchup against Miami, which I hope will be at night. Again, Miami probably has to win. Maybe not, but it would seem that they would have to win against NC State to set that up as a guaranteed night game. Now, they lose. There's still a chance you would still have that opportunity to play that game at night. It's still maybe enticing to the networks in the sense that Florida State would still be in the top four. So it's locked in on ABC as a network. Mm-hmm. I have to doubt that they will not put that game at noon to go against Michigan-Penn State next week for Big Noon Saturday. Right, That's already been announced. Yeah. So I would think you're down to 3.30 or primetime. And yeah. I think it, you know, it's a heavy lean to primetime, but it's an easy lean to primetime if Miami wins. Yeah. Uh, but I was mentioning the SEC this weekend. Look, man, I, this could be a scary time, and it's fun to kind of look at those scenarios because they're not crazy. So LSU is a three-and-a-half-point underdog, and I took uh, Alabama to cover that three-and-a-half. But I will tell you that when the number got down to that, did that not raise an eyebrow to you because of what that means if this game were played on a neutral side? I mean, Alabama at home uh, is only a a three-and-a-half-point favorite? Uh, That kind of tells you they think Alabama and LSU are the same team. Yeah, they think that – well, the thing is, LSU's defensive back room is awful. We get that. Pass defense is bad. I think where where Lee, for example, from last hour has to win is he has to be correct that the LSU defensive line's no good compared to expectations. And I know there's an injury there. Yeah, but that's the problem. Like, if that is true – then Alabama will do, in fact, what you believe they'll do and what he believes they'll do, which is cover. Mm-hmm. But if the LSU defensive line is all right, 
then Alabama's got to win down the field. And I think you got a bit of weakness against weakness there. Yeah, you don't have a terribly accurate passer, but you do have a guy that's a good athlete that extends plays, and you have some good receivers that will just get open at some point. At I mean, some point, yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I think that's that's part of the problem for LSU. I, Yeah, the, the, the candidate to get stops, as we well know, is Alabama. It ain't LSU. You know, that that's not a group that gets stops against teams that are even – average on offense they 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 struggle mightily to do that so I find that fascinating um but this is a interesting weekend because it's not just the SEC so so let's just say for the sake of argument that LSU beats Alabama could happen that would be uh it would be the end of the college football playoff dreams for Alabama they would be done LSU would be in command of the west and have an opportunity not quite yet not completely because of Ole Miss right now that game Texas A&M and Ole Miss I think Ole Miss will win, fool around and lose to Jimbo and Texas A&M, and now we're yep. getting to where I'm going with all this SEC stuff. Yes, uh, there's more to it. Once you do that next week, there's a key game that but, involves the East versus West. But if Ole Miss loses, they too are out of the running of the playoff. That's yeah. the end of them. Yeah. And then, God forbid, Georgia loses to Missouri. Probably won't happen. But you could be looking at a scenario as early as this weekend that says the SEC is out. Yeah, yeah, there's they a, are out of the playoffs. There's a doomsday scenario, and there. you know everybody not in the Southeast is going to go awesome. <laughs> well, the other thing is, yeah. even if you get a couple of those results, Ole Miss Georgia is next week. So Ole Miss Georgia is another elimination game. Ole Miss of is going to get stomped by Georgia. Let that. If Georgia loses to Mizzou, then, then Ole Miss well, certainly could rise up well, and beat Georgia. Well, I, well, I don't think Ole Miss's defense is going to get stops. So, um, maybe. I Look, I think Georgia, unfortunately, is back to being Georgia. They look like they care again, and they you know, people have their attention. They're dominating. Their players are really effing good everywhere you look. Uh, they're the only team that I think could actually really cover us. Um, they're great at corner. They're great at safety. They have not seen our receivers yet. They've not seen anything of the sort in terms of the caliber. They haven't, but they 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 can cover. This will be interesting. I bet the point is, what if the East is garbage? You know, what if these teams? What if Kentucky always was garbage? What if Florida oh, is I picked, truly I, garbage? And I well, yeah, and I picked Georgia to kill both Florida and Kentucky, and I won both those wagers because I don't think Kentucky's any good, and I don't think Florida's good. I think Florida. What I said about Florida before the year started was that they were better than our fans think they are, but I didn't say they were good. And I think that they're a you know they're so we looked at their win total before the year. A lot of people were sitting here. I would get emails. Well, Florida's going to win four games. They've already got five wins. They've yeah. got another guaranteed win on their schedule, so they could go they don't, six and six. Unless it's tomorrow. Unless you're talking about Arkansas. They play Mizzou before they play us. This yeah. is one that, of the that random is, that years. Is, that is really crazy. But, yes, I, if you lose to Arkansas, then you are worse. At home, you lose to Arkansas at home. Arkansas scored three points against Mississippi State. It, yes. Three. You, you better win that game. Yeah. Because if you don't, you're staring five and seven in the face because it's LSU, Mizzou, and us. Yeah, now let's hope. That's quite the sequence. Let's hope, indeed, that they lose. I would rather them be five and seven. I would like to come on here and go, well, I was wrong. They're not going six and six. Great. Yesterday driving in, eastbound, or uh, no, westbound on I-10. Going the other way was the Arkansas football uh, truck. Go, come on, it. boys. I what? <laughs> yeah. They've lost six in a row, though, I believe it is. So we got to get off the Well, they, they quit last week. They quit. They scored three points. Three. 
Come on, man. Now, think about this weekend as well with Bedlam. So if Oklahoma loses to Oklahoma State, Texas could very easily lose to Kansas State. You wouldn't be stunned. No. We say goodbye, goodnight, Irene, to the Big 12. Fine. Let this weekend be about the bombshells. Yeah. uh, Let's get in the clubhouse with a win again. Yes. And then root like hell for LSU specifically. That is a humongous result for us, LSU Alabama. You're getting into the clubhouse just as the storm is on the horizon and the rest of the field is going to be playing in 40-mile-per-hour winds and they're not calling it off. But you got in at minus four. All right, I like my chances, everybody. We're going to be all right. Good luck out there in the monsoon. St. Andrews, you beaut. (laughs) Oh, we had the early tea time, did we? All right. Sunny, nondescript. Ball's rolling clean today, boys. We're going to be all right. Oh, good to see you, fellas. You teeing off at 3.30? Oh. I heard you're uh, teeing off with Gail. Gail? Yeah, Gail Force. (laughs) Gale Force, good luck to you. Keep it low, boys. Keep it low. Man, that's a, that's toughy. But the storylines are interesting. Um, as we go into the weekend with with all that we've seen, with Kansas State taking on Texas, it's, uh, it, it's a game Texas has to be very, very careful about. Um, I mentioned that, you know, I guess we could talk about a little bit about the possibility of the USC. I mean, the uh, Pac-12 taking a hit if USC were to somehow knock off uh, Washington. Not and it's, inconceivable. It's not inconceivable because Washington, Penix has been hurt. And when you watch him, he's he's a shell of himself the last couple of weeks compared to the guy we saw just lighten secondaries up to start the year. And uh, it, they, if they, a loss there, and all of a sudden you're like, okay, all right, feeling pretty good. We're going to be okay. I think Oregon comes out of the Pac-12 at the end of this year anyhow. They probably will. They, but you never know. They had a tussle for three quarters with Texas Tech, so they could stumble between now and the end of the season. They've gotten better, but they found a way to lose that game to Washington, and that counts. That counts big. They've got, they've got one more Civil War before the conference breaks up, too. Week 11 and Week 12, or sorry, Game 11 and Game 12 of the, uh, the season for a lot of teams is fascinating. There's a lot of good matchups in the last two weeks of college football. And More than I can remember. Rare. It's pretty rare, yeah. Because usually the penultimate week is garbage. Oh, it's awful. You just watch because you know there are so few games left that you watch anyhow. But you know it's not because it's compelling. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's every year. Yeah, this is a sneaky good week. I think Georgia-Tennessee play in the second to last week. Uh, Mizzou and Florida play. North Carolina, Miami. Now, we thought that was going to be a much larger game for Coastal Stakes. Felt like it was going to be a massive game. Here, listen to me talk Coastal Stakes, but it, it's what it feels like. It still could have a lot of importance if, let's say, Louisville loses this weekend to Virginia Tech, which that game is also. No, Miami and North Carolina window. don't play. They already played. Oh, who is it then? North Carolina plays Clemson. Excuse Clemson, me. North yeah. Carolina plays I Clemson. Thinking, I was like, wait a minute. Oh, North Carolina already beat uh, Miami. I saw orange in the brain. No, no, I knew. I was, yeah. I was trying to North Carolina. In my Clemson. brain when you said that. I'm like, I thought I remember watching Miami lose to North Carolina. But you could easily see. Uh, so one of the yeah. teams that has one loss in the conference right now is going to have two at the end of the weekend because Louisville, Virginia Tech play head to head. Well, Louisville still has Miami on the schedule, so you could backdoor two loss team up the ranks. Yeah, and that two loss team could be North Carolina after all. But they play Clemson in that second to last week. So Louisville, um, you know, obviously the big win against Notre Dame. Uh, Louisville also beat Duke twenty-three to nothing. Uh, they've got a couple of decent wins here. Uh, they have Virginia Tech, Virginia at Miami on the eighteenth of November, and then they conclude with Kentucky in a rivalry game at the end of the year. Uh, I it's 
it's a hard guess as to what that looks like. Does that feel like three and one to you? Well, if it's the right three and one, they still go to Charlotte. It's absolutely if it's the right three and one, they go to Charlotte. Um, basically, they they're trying to lock it in here with a, it, it beat Virginia Tech. Let's start with that. That's a that's a pretty big one. Three thirty, by the way. That's here we go. But then there you go. Okay, so that's that's game eleven is against Miami. So I mean, you could have a lot yeah, of who's is, our opponent drama in week eleven or game eleven of the season. How about I present to you? Speaking of drama, added to it this week. Clemson having lost two straight games, one to Miami, one to NC State, to get to four and four. And, of course, the last win they had wasn't exactly a beauty, 17 to 12 over Wake. So, and that was at home. They now have Notre Dame noon this weekend. So, tomorrow at noon, who gets the win? I think Notre Dame does. Notre Dame is a is a more solid football team than, than Clemson is, even without the drama. They're more solid. Clemson's at home, but I'm hearing Clemson's banged up. I was trying to read this morning on their on-three page. They've got some dudes out. I bet they are. So, Dab on or play. I, I'm sorry. Mm. Don't have it in me. I'll tell you what, let my man get to four and five. What's the rant going to look like then? I bet that call screener gets better at his job if they lose this weekend. That's insane. And again, two and a half minutes to just say whatever the hell you want. <laughs> That's we'll I mean. circle back around. If they've quit at that point, well, they, they have North Carolina penultimate game and at South Carolina at the end of the year. Although South Carolina's quit on Beamer well, too, so but there's a weird Georgia Tech game there in between. Georgia Tech is one of the weirdest teams in college football, and it has been fun to watch and really strange to try to predict. I leave their games alone, man. I just leave them alone. I can't. I can't figure them out. And if you don't know what I mean, here you go. Go all the way back to week one. I was in Gainesville, Florida, at a bar across the street from the hotel I stayed in because my son's team was playing Gainesville. Uh, Leon was, JV. And so I was driving over that next morning to go to see Florida State LSU, and mm-hmm. I wasn't going to drive all the way back home. So I just stayed there for one night. I sat down, bellied up, had a beer, ordered some wings, and I'm watching Louisville and Georgia Tech in a war. Yeah, I was talking to you on the phone during the fourth quarter. That's right. That. It was a great game. And they came that close to Georgia Tech to winning that game. They fell eventually 39-34. How different it would be for them right now. They're 4-4. Four and four. This weekend, they'd be playing for bowl eligibility. I mean, it's, it's crazy. But, all right, they lost that game. Then they won the next week against South Carolina State. Then they got stomped by Ole Miss. Then they beat Wake Forest soundly 30-16. to 16. And then lost at home to Bowling Green, 38-27, but turned around on the road and beat Miami in that crazy, I refuse to take a knee, Saturday night in Miami, 23-20. They blow the lead in the fourth quarter in a big way against Boston College, lose 38-23, turns out to be a blowout eventually, and turn around and come back and score 22 points in the fourth quarter and have over 200 and something yards of offense in the fourth quarter to beat North Carolina in a Mac Brown special, 46-42. I have no idea what they're going to do tomorrow on the CW Network at 2 p.m. against Virginia. And nobody else will see it either. Tom Wormy will. He'll be on the call. But then, like you said, they're at Clemson. I'm trying to get them bowl eligible. I'm trying to get those poor folks at Georgia Tech bowl eligible they got to get this Virginia game, who's been playing a lot better as of late. The Clemson game, like you said, I don't know. But then they host Syracuse because they ain't going to beat Georgia at the end of the year. So we, we got we to gotta get two of the next three, boys. 
Maybe not. Keep them down. We want them quitting on the program, transferring out anybody who's good. You don't want that <laughs> Dublin game to be, well, we've lost an awful lot, and they were a weird team. Not sure what we're going to see. Come on, man. I I still think even after losing a lot, we're going to be pretty heavy favorites in that game, my friend. That Yeah, well, that's true. We will be pretty heavy favorites. Yeah, you just don't want it to be in doubt, I, right? I don't need one of these slippery tracks. It's a, you know, it's a weird day. It's kind of misty. In Ireland, everybody's slipping all over the place, and we've got 17-17 in the fourth quarter. Let's not do that. P. Simpson, that's a stat from the top rope. I did not know that. Georgia Tech has not won in Charlottesville since 1992. Hey, quick question about that. We can look it up during the break. Hashtag blinding beauty. I don't think it was that year. I'm sure it wasn't. We have a game, it might have been, yeah, 90? between Virginia and Georgia Tech. That was a battle of two top 10 teams, if I remember that accurately. And thinking, holy moly, you talk about a byproduct of the time. I think that's right. Certainly two top – well, yeah, Georgia Tech definitely was. Double-check that Virginia uh, ranking at the time of that game. The 1990 final was 41-38 Georgia Tech. I've got to take a look at the rankings. That, at the that's time. the game. It's yeah, I think that's the game. Um, yeah, that's the, I think that's the game. Um, if you remember, that's the year Colorado uh, I, and Georgia. I well, Colorado and Georgia Tech split the uh, title in 1990. Tom, I know that's just so. Wild <laughs> it's crazy to say. to say out loud, but they did just on the heels of BYU winning six uh, years earlier. The national title. I think I'm right about that. Double check the ranking, though. I want to. I want to find that out during the break. Jeff Cameron Show, ninety three three Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive, sought-after, rare, and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com. Hey, Seminoles, we all know how important it is to score in the red zone, but are you prepared for success in the retirement red zone? Five years leading up to your retirement date and the immediate five years after are a critical time of thoughtful planning for you and your family. And our friend and fellow Noel, Adam Tolliver, his team at Artisan Financial Strategies are prepared to coach you to victory. Some of us, well, we're at midfield and want to plan ahead. Others are ready to punch it in on the goal line. They're making sure you know how much you can spend without running out of money, protecting yourself and your family against rising health care costs, or carefully planning your legacy. The Artisan team brings a combined 30-plus years of planning experience and world-class resources to help you navigate the way. For more information, just head over to KnollRetirement.com. Now, that's one word, KnollRetirement.com. The Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness, two Tallahassee locations, Midtown on Thomasville Road, and Northside in the Village Common Shopping Center, online at OrangeTheoryFitness.com. Jeff Cameron Show, rolling on on a Libations Friday. Got to do a little red zone with our friends at uh, Artisan Financial Services. Uh, Artisan Financial Strategies, I should say. Uh, do we not? I think we do, right? 
I didn't know if you were ready with the with the questions. Oh yeah, we're prepped. <laughs> we ain't leaving without a victory. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> I will reach out to all my Seminole fans as we do this, and uh, we all know how important it is to score in the red zone. Florida State does a lot of it. You need to have success in the retirement red zone as well. The five years leading up to your retirement date, the immediate five years after, these are critical times, times to think about your planning for you and your family. And uh, that's where you want to employ my friend Adam Tolliver. He is a fellow Noel, and he is awesome at what he does. He and his team at Artisan Financial Strategies prepared to coach you to victory. Some of us are just at midfield, want to plan ahead. Others ready to punch it in along the goal line. So you got to make sure that you uh, don't spend too much, that you don't run out of money. Got to protect yourself against the rising health care costs. Carefully plan your legacy, whatever it is you want to do. The Artisan team brings a combined 30-plus years of planning experience, world-class resources to help you navigate that way. For more information, go to noelretirement.com. That's all one word, guys, noelretirement.com. I think you'll be very impressed. Good stuff. Cue it up, sir. Welcome to the majesty. Every freaking rep. The elegance. To win the game. have entered someone burned down the funeral home you burnt the funeral home lives will be changed mothers will cry when you see your players give all that they have and uh and you lose that way it's tough legacies are etched into eternity i know who i am no art south dakota was his brother from west virginia this is the red zone. That's good to know. <laughs> uh, all right, good sir. What do you have for me today? I'm excited. I always love these questions. I love vetting this with you and the audience. Good times. All righty. First down, who will our opponent be in the ACC championship game? I wonder if we're going to run the same play on first down over the next couple of weeks, but we'll see. Louisville. Okay. All right. Feel good about that? It's the ACC. <laughs> We're the only good team in the conference. All right. Second down. More likely to happen. Pitt scores above 20 and a half points tomorrow, or we score over 51 and a half tomorrow. More likely to happen. Uh, the Pitt result. I don't think we're going to score over 51. Okay. I mean, Pitt does have a good defensive line, and they aren't going to be able to take some things away if they play hard. Now, you could end up being right. I, I can never predict if somebody has just decided to quit entirely on the year. And if that's the case, name your score. But if they if they play hard, uh, I think it's going to be hard to get to 51. More likely that Pitt drops a 20-burger. Well, they could, get, they could get some cheapies late when you're up big. Uh, Florida State's done that. Florida State has a quarter a game where they just decide to disappear. So, I don't know. All right. Third down, Jordan Travis over under on passing yards, 284 and a half. That's the um, prize picks number. If it is, that's I think that's miraculous. Right. I think I, that's right. I think I pulled that up today and bet it. Oh, well, there you go. I set my own number there. That was not. I wasn't looking. Did you really? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's two eighty-five. I, I just went down a half point from two eighty-five. Yeah. Hold on a second. This is going to bother me. I got to see this. Uh, if oh, you oh. actually nailed, honest to God, I'm pulling it up right now, Tom. Right. I'm well, not moving forward until I, I see. Who I am. 
If you nailed that, I'm going to be really. I'll bet it's 287 and a half. There we go. I'll even I'll even throw it down. It's 284 and a half. Is it really? It is 284 <laughs> and a half. I bet it. I thought you were right. I bet that this morning. You didn't look that up. I promise. Yeah. Not on a prop. Not because it's the same prop bets and, yeah. and prize picks. Yeah. No, I took the. Uh, yeah. I I I married this with another pick. Holy moly. Okay. Uh, I'm going over. Okay. And you felt good about that because you played it. You know, I did play it. Well, I, we're throwing to run now yeah. these days, so yeah, yeah he's yeah. going to throw a lot. Yeah. All right. Fourth down. Fourth down. Lock it in. Mm-hmm. Do we get a mega upset this weekend in which one of the unbeatens falls? Oh, one of the unbeatens. Yep. So your choices, obviously, are Georgia, Ohio State, playing Rutgers, no. us, Washington, USC, Michigan, Purdue. Uh, well, Michigan's not going to lose Purdue. I, I would tell you that um, the best chance you have is for Washington to lose to USC. That's the best chance you have. We need a guarantee. Well, I can't guarantee happen? you that. I'm going to say no. Okay. I think all of the undefeateds win, but I think uh, one of the one, if, a couple of the one losses are going to fall. If you had to rank, so we'll throw out Michigan and Ohio State in these situations against Purdue and Rutgers, right? We're going to toss them out of the equation of it, yeah. it's that would be absurd. All right, I'll even include us in this regard. Likely likelihood of the unbeaten falling between Georgia, Missouri, us, Pitt, Washington, USC. Most likely to least likely. Oh, well, Missouri's number 12 in the country, and they mm-hmm. have an offense, and they're 7-1. and one. I, I I mean, they were right down to the wire. No, they, they, Missouri's got the best chance to upset somebody this weekend. I mean, I mean Georgia. Okay. Uh, no, I'm not picking them, but I so mean— So Missouri has a better chance than USC has in, I, in their respective games. That's what I'm getting at here. Southern Cal's defense is just such a piece of garbage. I— uh, is that the fraud bell that I heard? Earlier? Yeah, the I accidentally hit it with the pin. It's I, I, I like it. <sighs> no, I Missouri's a good football team. Uh, they're not a great football team, but they're a good football team. So best chance of an upset is Mizzou. It's at Georgia, though. All right. It's not night. It's three thirty, I believe. Three thirty. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Georgia's coming off of Florida. No matter what we think of Florida, that is still Georgia-Florida rivalry. That is still, you know, a classic. And maybe they were sky high because they looked it for that game. They sent a message to Florida and everybody else in that game. And let's just say you, you put your Dukes down for a few minutes, and the next thing you know, we got a second-half ball game here. Yeah, I could see it. I mean, I, that's what I would go with. Right. I still think Georgia's probably the best team in the country, but – they could be on upset alert. Yeah, offsetting penalties. We got to replay fourth down. You know, we got to do it again. The, the counter to my argument, though, is that I believe Washington is a very small favorite to they win. Are. There's like three points. Correct. Vegas thinks that Washington is yes, far more danger. Well, they do. They certainly do. And I think, from a standpoint of having watched Washington the last two weeks play really down to their competition, I suppose that's probably the the right answer. If we're just going by odds, it is the right answer. Fair enough. Replay the down, offsetting penalties. Okay. Between Michigan, Ohio State, and us, which one do you think is the biggest lock? Likely from Start most- over, start over. I, you lost me. I'm still arguing with myself in my head. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I could state it more cleanly anyway. Yeah. yeah. Uh, lock likelihood. Most likely to least likely between Michigan, Ohio State, and Florida State in terms of coming away with a win. Like, is Michigan the highest... Rutgers is terrible. Well, yeah. So who's in the most danger of those three, and who is the absolute cakewalk of cakewalks? Who does, amongst- who does Ohio State have? Rutgers. 
Oh. Michigan has Purdue, and we have Pitt. We're in the most danger. We're in the most danger. I mean, Purdue, Purdue is going to get beat by 40. That game's never going to be close. So it is an argument between us and Ohio State. Ohio State Rutgers and Florida State Pitt. Rutgers, well, I hate Ohio State's offense, so maybe they're in a game no. in the fourth quarter, maybe. I mean, that's, Tom, the three of those teams are going to win and win comfortably, right. buddy. I'm it's just a saying. meat grinder of a fourth down. It's all right. It's all right. It is. It's tough. It's a fun th- – this was fun. Um, Seattle's got Rutgers playing hard. They play hard. I don't think they have the hosses. It, sometimes it's not enough. You know, you play hard, you're smart, you're where you're supposed to be. You can beat the middling teams of the Big Ten. 17-13 third quarter before yeah, a late next, pull-away. Next thing you know, yeah, there's something there. Yeah, let's hope so. Let's hope so. I would love that, but I just don't see it. Yeah, there it is. Live spectator. The fighting Chianos aren't a pushover anymore. Uh, yeah, he's made him better. <laughs> I just don't see I think we would be we're on the road against a pit team that I don't I don't think they're good but they have one aspect of their team that isn't bad and that is the defensive line now again I don't know if they care to play this game I don't know where their head is at I do know that we're kind of beat up once again going into a game with some starters likely out Sometimes that adds up to a, a uncomfortable score in the third quarter. So I just when you get to this time of the year, I will say this for all the teams involved. When you get to this time of the year, if you fool around with somebody for whatever the reason, if it's inclement weather, if your injury riddled for a weekend and your timing is off, let's say, uh, if it's somebody's playing over their heads, treeing, quarterback's hot, comes out, starts making plays, starts believing, whatever the reason, if you find yourself in a close game. Obviously, any of these top-tier teams begin to feel the weight, the magnitude of what's potentially happening because they have everything to lose. And none of those teams that we're talking about have anything to lose. Nobody expects them to be in the game at all. So we all do the same thing. We know that. We all know that collectively. I'm not telling you things you don't know there. But I'm saying when we sit down, it's what that's the evidence we're looking for. We're, that's what I was looking for immediately last week against Wake is, all right, are we buttoned up? Are we focused? Are we going to do the right thing here and, and make sure Wake understands whose day this is and understands that this is not one of those moments for you guys? And we did. You know, when it got to be 17-7, to 7, Wake knew, that's it. We're done talking. And at 24-7 to 7 after the screen to Benson, not only are we done talking, you're about to get humiliated. So that that's Florida State did the right thing in that regard. The way they started the game, they go down the field, they score, all of that. That's how you do it. Yeah, my favorite part of the first half actually wasn't a touchdown play it was when we're up 31 to 7 first down stop timeout under like i think it's a minute 10 to go in the first half mike calls timeout there you go there you go there you go yeah stuff it in the end zone again yeah you can do it again come on mike yeah ryan by the way i agree with you i think those are the two worst matchups for florida state georgia and michigan those are the two i'm, I'm with you on that florida state's one of their worst matchups too look the other way it's true. Um, I think a bad uh, – it would be interesting to see. Uh, well, Ohio State's going to lose to Michigan, so we're not going to have to worry about yeah. where they are. Michigan doesn't want – they don't want to see this offense. If they can avoid seeing this offense, they'll be yeah, very I, thankful. I think most people want to avoid facing the kind of playmakers Florida State has. I will say this. I think the elite teams that have very good defenses or very big defensive lines, 
they're they're all right with seeing Florida State's offensive line as opposed to say Georgia's. The problem is we can get out of Jordan's hands very quickly into space. And that's what athletes. we're gonna have to do and when we get there it'll be fun. Jeff Cameron Show ninety three three, Real Talk Radio, Warchia TV. Don't forget Artisan Financial Strategies. We really appreciate them being on board with us. Check them out. Uh, wherever you can, whenever you can, on the internet, noelretirement.com, noelretirement.com. Ah, time to wager with mom. Let's go. Welcome back to the Jeff Cameron Show, sponsored by Legendary Home Loans, a mortgage experience designed around speed, simplicity, and customer service. Before you buy your next home, contact our friend Shannon Young with Legendary Home Loans. Visit fsuhomeloans.com, fsuhomeloans.com. We'll try this again. Last week I had Cleveland. They led Seattle with, I don't know, 30 seconds to play. Couldn't hold on. Seattle gets the win. Mom goes from a one-game lead to a two-game lead, and here we sit. It is time to get it on yet again. I know this. I talked to Mom yesterday. We both had Pittsburgh last night. That's a win. I kind of laughed, so did she, at the fact that we both took Pittsburgh, even though we don't think they're very good. But because we did, we're all tied. So away we go. Cue it up. Let's get it started. And now for another edition of the family pick, Nick. Go to your room! Mama, the meatloaf! Take it away, Jeffrey. All right, Mom, you're up two, and we both won with Pittsburgh last night. No, we didn't. No, 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 no. You know, I told you last night I, I, we, I picked Tennessee. I thought we agreed. No, I no, no. I picked Tennessee. You went with Will Levis? Well, I didn't think Pickett was going to play. And, <laughs> and so I – but I should know. I just told Tom. You know, Mike Tomlin is a really good coach. Yes, he keeps winning games for no damn reason. I know. They don't have anybody, and Pickett's not that good, but I didn't know who was going to fill in for him. And, you know, they have their defenses okay, but, I mean, I just really – I thought Tennessee had a good chance. I I just – Well, they did have a good chance. They had the ball down at the Pittsburgh 30 with, like, 16 seconds to play with a chance to win the game. So, I mean, you weren't – it wasn't crazy, but, yeah, Tomlin finds ways to win games with average teams and average quarterbacks and – Really, I mean, it's it's really pretty remarkable. He knows how to win NFL games. And here's the thing. You get a game to the fourth quarter, and, you know, you obviously squeeze the life out of the ball, and you get a chance to shorten things. He knows that they're not dynamic, and he just – he's got the formula for that. I know. He does. He does. I really do. And I think he used to be one of the Bucks coaches. I don't know how in the hell we let him get away. Well, that was a long time ago before he was this version of Mike Tomlin. Yes, I know. Well, I know, but I still wish we had him. But anyway, no, so I, I, I have to be honest. No, I picked Tennessee. So you're only up one as we go into the remainder of these games. Here we go. All right. I know. And this week is a cluster. I am telling you right now, every single game – I, I'm not kidding you. There's not one game that I have picked here that I think, oh, yes, that's a definite win. I'm really serious. It's really kind Oh, of- I think there's a couple, but let's see where you're at with these. All right, here we go. Uh, we start in Frankfurt, uh, Germany, uh, Miami, and Kansas City. 
I know, and I actually forgot about that too. But anyway, I picked Kansas City. Until until further notice, I too will take Kansas City. I just I'm betting the quarterback. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota at Atlanta. Yeah, I've got Atlanta. Me too. Because now without Cousins, I think Minnesota's kind of in a pickle. Well, and they also can't run the ball, so. Uh, Arizona at Cleveland. Yeah, I pick Cleveland. Me too. The Rams at Green Bay. Ooh. Isn't that a terrible game? Awful. I never thought you'd say that, too, about a Green uh, yeah. Bay game. But that's one of those games that I, I took the Rams. I did, too. I did, too. Yeah. Yeah. Love has regressed rapidly. I think uh, what's-his-name is better than Justin Love. Jordan Love. um, Yeah, Jordan Love. So, anyway, that's why I took him. Washington at New England. Yeah, I took Washington. All right, we got our first difference here. I've got New England winning the game at home. I'll take them. Give me the Patriots at Gillette. Come on, wake up, you old man. (laughs) Get it together, New England. Uh, I think that's a coin flip. Yeah, it pretty much is. I don't think either team's any good. I know. Chicago, speaking of neither team's any good, at New Orleans. Yeah, I took New Orleans. Me too. Seattle at Baltimore? Uh, oh, I think I took Baltimore. You did. You did, and it's the right pick. Yeah, oh, yeah, I did. Uh, Tampa Bay at Houston. I Well, I took Tampa Bay. I, I know that's a, that's a coin flip, too, but I just kind of feel like they have to win this game, and I do think we're better than Houston if we could get our act together. I don't. I think we stink. I'm taking Houston. There you oh, go. <laughs> oh, no, no, we don't stink. I really uh, think we do. You're changing your tune after we lose the game this weekend. Oh, Tampa Bay's going to win. Around 4.30 p.m., <laughs> I'll be giving you a call to see if you think we're still okay. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, I'm, I'm not, I haven't lost faith yet. Good for you. All right, so that's another different. Indianapolis at Carolina. Oh, who did? I pick Indy. I know. This game stinks. See what I'm telling you? I'll take it. I'll take Indy as well. I hate the game. Hate it. Yep. Giants at Las Vegas. I took Las Vegas. Me too. Awful game. Dallas at Philadelphia. I know. That's a that might be the best game of this whole slate. Um I took Philadelphia. Of course. Buffalo. I trust Dallas. Nope. You can never. Buffalo at Cincinnati. Now that's a that's a one of those games. I took Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati's kind of on a roll. Oh yeah, they got it figured out. Their quarterback got healthy. He's awesome. Yeah, yep. Cincinnati. Um, all right, and then the Monday night matchup is the Chargers taking on the Jets. Good game, oddly. Yeah, I took the Jets. It's sad to me that I may take the Jets too. I'm wrestling with this because I like the Chargers and I love that roster. Their coach is a moron, and they're always three and four for no effing reason. Uh, I know. I'm going to take the Jets. I'm with you. I don't trust the Chargers. I can never trust them, ever. I know. I know. And they have a good – and you always say if you have a quarterback, you have a chance. Well, they have a quarterback, but I swear – They have an elite quarterback, and they got good players all over the field. I know, but I don't know what happened. Well, that's what I'm saying. Their coach is a dumbass. Yeah. Oh, Lordy sake. I'm telling you, that's that's our problem, too. (laughs) (laughs) We don't have their quarterback, Mom. We We have – well, no, we don't have their quarterback. No. Our coach is still a dumbass. Well, he's so. he's not your favorite, clearly. Yes. No, he's definitely not my favorite, clearly. All right. I love you, Mom. We've got Houston and New England now, and then you already got Pittsburgh. So I'm one up, so I could be one. I could be. Uh, I could you could be, be down. down. You could be down. Yeah. 
I could be. Oh, Lordy. Oh. All right. Well, anyway, now, who do you play this weekend? We're on the road at Pitt. Oh, okay. All right. And I don't have any idea if Pitt's any good or not. They're not. They're not? Okay. All right. Well, then there you go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't need to worry about that. Well, I mean, I'm always worried. I'm always worried. We've got something to lose. I mean, we're, we're in the college football playoff as it sits right now. So let's see if we can just make sure we take care of business. Upsets happen all the time. I know. They do. They do. All right. Well, you guys have a good weekend, and I'll talk to you later. Bye, Mom. Love you. I Love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. There it is. I really fear that if we lose to Houston, she's going to be crestfallen. Like, she doesn't see the reality of our situation, I don't think, Tom. Well, it's going to be 17-13 or 13-10 yes. yes, or 17-10. Yes, yes, In the fourth quarter. I was going to say late third. So, you know. Every game's within reach. It's the Tantalus season. Um, the Bucks have beaten the Vikings. The Bucks have beaten the Bears, and the Bucks have beaten the Saints. That's a whole lot of ass sorry football teams that we've beaten. Well, not and, if you talk to a Saints fan. Well, they know damn well they suck. And then you've got you lost to the Lions. You lost to the Falcons. You lost to the Bills. And you lost to the Eagles. Well, I mean, that Falcons loss is one of the greatest games in NFL history. I was so happy that Fal- the Falcons came down the field and scored there late. That field goal, as it went through the uprights, I'm like, there you I actually texted a buddy who's a Falcons fan. I was like, there you go, man. Good job. Good job. Get that win. I think that's the most well-played game of professional football I've ever seen. <laughs> it's so hard to watch this offense, man. It is uh, – Mm. Let's see. Let's look at the Bucks. Okay, if they don't win this game, they've got the Titans after that. They could win that. It's in Tampa. Then they're at the 49ers. They're sure as hell ain't winning that. Then they're at the Colts. Coin flip game. They're home to the Panthers. They could win that. See? Damn it. Then they're at the Falcons. They'll lose that game. They could beat the Packers on the road. Who yep. knows? That's in December, though. Then they're hosting the Jags. They won't win that. They host the Saints. Coin flip. They already beat the Saints once. And then they're at the Panthers. Ugh. They're going to fall into like nine wins, and I'm going to be furious. Your division champions. <laughs> Man, we're ruining the draft. Just tank. It's a good draft, too. This is a good draft. I know, man. I know. It's a really good draft. Full, full round and win this game would be four and four, tied with New Orleans and Atlanta. <laughs> we'll come back, wrap it up momentarily. Jeff Cameron Show. Ah, uh, hmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. The Jeff Cameron Show is a production of the Warchant.com Multimedia Network. Check out Warchant.com today for the latest news inside Florida State Athletics. That's Warchant.com. Now, back to Jeff on Real Talk 93.3. Uh, let's do this thing one more time to remind you guys of an important situation here and opportunities the way I look at this. If you want to give the gift of education, the gift of scholarship, 
The Giovanni Vetrano Foundation, a nonprofit organization near and dear to us, holding its 2023 Geo Cup this week in Tallahassee. The event is a showcase of the elite soccer programs here in Tallahassee, but it also serves as the most important week of fundraising, fundraising in honor of Giovanni Vetrano, who tragically died two years ago this November. Gio's father and our friend Ron Vetrano created this scholarship fund to be awarded annually. To three high school student-athletes right here in our community, these scholarships help honor Giovanni's spirit. This week through November the 4th, thanks to an anonymous donor, all of your donations to the GV scholarship will be doubled. Anything you give is going to be doubled. Please consider the power of what you can do to help young student-athletes in their college journey. If you wish to learn more and support the Giovanni Vetrano Foundation, visit gvscholarship.org today. That is gvscholarship.org today. Thanks to all of you who have this week. And if you were thinking about doing it, now's the time because tomorrow's the final day of that for now, anyhow, and got an opportunity to act upon it. So if you're thinking about it, I would strongly suggest that you do. All right, I feel pretty good. Tomorrow we'll do. Tomorrow is, uh, as I said, I'll say it in advance in case he checks the show out. Happy birthday to Bryce. He turns right. 16 years old tomorrow. I don't know how the time has gone by this rapidly. It blows me away, but he's a tremendous young man, and it's been a great week for him. Tonight is his last football game of the season. Leon plays their final game of the year tonight. I will be there rooting him and his boys on, and then he starts up on Monday with high school basketball because he made the team this week. So I'm very proud of him, and I'm very happy for him. And so it'll be fun to watch him see what he does in basketball, and we'll go from there. But uh, happy birthday to Bryce Cameron, who turns 16 tomorrow. You and I at 2.30 will get together, I believe, and do a pregame show tomorrow. 2.30. So try to keep all the festivities down, Bryce. I know it's going to be a rager for your 16th. <laughs> you know what he wants? He wants Dad to uh, to grill uh, on the big pit boss out back, uh, a bunch of giant steaks for he and his friends. All right. And so I have purchased said steaks and more. What a high-class 16th birthday. Yeah. I think I wanted, uh, I don't know. Well, he wanted me, he loves the way that I grill and cook in, in general. So he said, uh, Dad, will you will you do this up for me and my uh, three or four friends or whatever? I said, sure. I said, anything else? He said, well, you know, what other gifts you have? I said, you mean like the car I bought you? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah there we go does he like the lambo uh he did not get a lambo no he got oh. he did not get a lambo uh but it, it's what did he get an a minus in the class or something What's going no on no 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 he's he's not perfect <laughs> uh but he's a great kid and it'll be exciting to see him now now you know it's crazy the difference between when you and i turned 16 and what kids do today um he is like, well, I'll get my license when I get it. I'm like, are you kidding? No, that was me too. What the hell's wrong with all of you? Yeah. The second I turned 16, I was there getting my license, and I was saying, so long, suckers. I was in my car the second I got that license, and I was like, I'll be home when I get home. I'll see you. It was time to ride. I was an idiot, but I had friends in adjacent neighborhoods, and they had the ride. So they were Because I was never going to get the car, so this is, yeah, what a jerk I am. Because I didn't have access to a car, I said, "Well, what is it? What difference does it make?" So my friends are just going to drive me anyway. Man, I wanted the freedom. I mean, obviously we're different eras, but you know, there, that was a time where cell phones didn't exist and nobody could know where you were if you got in your car. That was your ticket to freedom. I would go to the record store. I'd go to yeah. the beach and hang out with friends. I'd 
try to pick up girls. I'd go to the um, ice cream shop where my buddy worked, and we'd hang out. I had another buddy. The one who, that you stole the money from? You go to that ice cream shop? Or? Yeah, that is that is a very strange way to describe what happened in that situation <laughs> with the Pac-Man machine. Uh, but also, I would go to- uh, That's already on record. I'd what? go to the 7-Eleven where my other buddy worked. And, uh, yeah, it was like free Slurpees for all. It was good times. Were they? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I missed that. I missed those moments of that freedom of just riding down the beach, hair by crazy thick locks blowing in the wind with the music blaring. Buddy, that was a time. I want to know, Bryce. He'll text me from time to time. Mm-hmm. Bryce, if you're listening, text me. Where's the first ride going to be? Where's your first solo journey? So, so this final thing, I know we got to go, but you'll laugh. When he was telling me that he was going to dilly-dally, didn't really care when he got his license, I said, I care. I care. Drive your own ass back and forth to school so I don't have to do this incessantly. Good work out of you. Good work, Director Matthew. Be well, everybody. Have a great weekend. Go Knowles. Peace. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.